And hello and welcome back to the Pumba Podcast. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, for those first time viewers, we're a commentary talk show. We talk about video games, pop culture, movies, media, and all that good stuff. If you want to keep updated on the show, you can follow me on my Twitter page at Gold Rare Pumba. That's uh, P-U-M-B-A. I see a lot of people uh, misspelling, mispronouncing that. But we post all updates about the show there. And you can just tune in. We post on SoundCloud, on Spotify, uh, Podbean, iTunes, all those good places. So thanks for stopping on Are we still on SoundCloud? We still are on SoundCloud. We had a little hiccup for a while where we didn't post on there for like three months. And then we just dropped all episodes up to date. And no one missed an episode. Yeah, we dropped all episodes up to date. So you can catch us there. I think we're on like... uh, podcast addict a bunch of other places so go ahead and spread the word thanks for stopping on by we also have links to patreon and different things off of my twitter page and if you're listening to this on some way to give a like or share uh, we always appreciate that and then the big one is you can reach out to the email at goldrarepumba at gmail.com for any requests comments or anything like that and we try to read and respond to those requests in the podcast with us today we got the normal cast me at goldrarepumba Greasy Grunch, Sandwich, and Papa. A lot of people there. If you don't know who's who, just uh, over time we'll pick up on the uh, microphone quality. That's a good indicator of who is who, uh, even though we all sound pretty much exactly the same. But then with us, we have a new special guest. In the past, we talked about special guest LCS Mike, uh, also known as Tootsie Joe. And we had our good friend The Chin on for a couple episodes. Well, now we have a new special guest. This is Hambu. Hambu, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hi. Uh, I'm 26 years old. And a good old-fashioned Uncle Iroh quote. <laughs> That's true. He was uh, giving us some great quotes in the beginning. I think I'll have, oh, to, no. I think I'll have to string some of those as the, uh, as the stinger at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, but yeah. We all we all know Hambo here. He's a good friend of ours. Papa and him used to room together way back when, and now he's become an honorary brother and a, a great friend of the show. So he's always welcome on. Always welcome on. And to the a cast. mean vast player. And a mean vast player. I will say we tried uh, Papa, uh, Hambo, me, and a, a couple others tried playing for our gamers out there. Vast, the mysterious manner last night. Which, for the people in this chat who've played Root, it's by the same people who made uh, the board game Root. Ooh. And the first time we tried playing Root, uh, we got through half of it in about three hours' time. And last night, after several hours of slaving away, I think we got through maybe a quarter of it. So it was quite the journey. I kind of went into it. A and, major success. Yeah, definitely. If nobody's ever played uh it's i think it's lender games and nobody's ever played one of their games before it's probably some of my favorite board games ever i just like the style of it a lot and i like the theme but they're called um asymmetrical games uh, i might be ma- messing that up but basically it's like every player has like uh, different rules to it and different like win conditions so it was pretty fun and we went in with valiant efforts and uh we weren't able to complete the game, but we came out having fun, so really we're all winners in our heart. Yeah, but that's right. Did you really that's win right. though? Yeah, we won. We ended up rolling a six-sided die for the true victor. <laughs> that felt pretty satisfying. 
of course, Hanbu took the gold. Yeah, three was the lucky number last night. <laughs> oh, was, that, was that the high? <laughs> no, no. Well, everybody had a, a number designated. So uh, I was number three. Number six was going to our yield favorite donut spot. Of course. But oh yeah, it was a one I, I one through five to determine the win. Six if we stay up all night, <laughs> go eat donuts. I was really <laughs> really banking on that one not coming up. But uh, anyway, beyond that, I would say Homebu's probably one of the you you're competing with someone else I know for like most traveled. I I how would you put it? You've traveled quite a bit. Uh, you've lived in like a lot of different places. Like, I know you spent some time in New Zealand, and I think some time in, like, Germany, and maybe somewhere else also. <laughs> Name three more places. Well, you've been all over. Back me up here, Hanbu. Um, let's see. Indonesia was one of my favorites, and then Peru is cool, and then what's another crazy one? Um, I'll throw in Hungary as a wild card. Of course, the Hungarian wild card. <laughs> the Hungarian horntail. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Hey, but, what does what does um, Barty Crouch say when he pulls the dragon out of the little hat? Oh, um, he pulls it out. All I know is he makes like a like a he's a ooh sound. He like gets <laughs> it off. That's the one. <laughs> I, I, Number four is by far the best movie for like that scene alone. And a couple all, all I remember scenes. from that movie is at the end when Diggory's dad is like, "My boy, they yes, the best yeah. scene. <laughs> That's my son. That's my son. <laughs> my boy." <laughs> and they're like playing the triumphant music with like a yeah. horns going off and like everyone's so funny. good. It's so funny. <laughs> that movie got a lot of flack. Um, it's because they all have, like been, they have like they all have quarantine haircuts. That's it. That's the only flack I got oh was the gosh. hair. And it's like who cares, man? It's like he's fifteen. That's what your hair looked like when you're fifteen. Yeah, everyone had a bad haircut when they were like fifteen or fourteen. When he like the next, and for those of you who aren't aware, we're talking about the Harry Potter movies, obviously. But in the fifth Harry Potter, he gets the like short as short on the sides long on top all of a sudden it's like what the heck this is ages in like one? six years yeah 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 the fifth movie like i feel like they must have kept his hair long to keep him looking young yeah which yeah was, harry was potter in the aarp application all right well <laughs> enough of that we're actually gonna do everybody's favorite segment early uh, oh hey you know what i forgot review. to say thank you for having me on blah 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 it's such a pleasure okay go ahead uh, okay. <laughs> wow uh gmr or we called it uh I, I, we really gotta uh, get this name down watching watching with, with greece yeah uh wwg what would greasy like watch that. What would Greasy watch? WWGR. <laughs> okay. We'll figure out the name someday. Well, last time we had Grosh nominate a lot of different movies. And Greasy... Not, had... not expecting you to have seen any of them. Yeah, I was actually really surprised you'd seen a lot of them. But the one that you hadn't seen is also something that I uh, shamefully have not watched. Was the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Whereas a lot of people just refer to it as the first Indiana Jones. And to catch you up and maybe some listeners, Hanbu, 
uh, of the group here, Greasy, his movie collection's pretty limited. Him and Sandwich oh, yeah. are competing for, <laughs> for first place and the least amount of movies watched. <laughs> I myself have not watched very many movies, but I definitely have a Does few. Their list, does their list include, like, the most recent Jurassic Park movies and Spy Kids? Oh, like, of uh, what they uh, have seen? Uh, yeah. yeah. I have not likely. seen the most recent Jurassic World movie because the first one was garbage. Uh, but I have seen the Spy Kids movies. Those were good. Well, yeah. at least I remember them being good. Yeah, Maybe Spy Kids 3D with um, Elijah Wood. I think Sylvester Stallone is in one of them. Yeah. But yeah, so he nominated right. Raiders of the Lost Ark for Greasy. And I had given him previously The Prestige, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a very... very yeah, <laughs> I'm a really, that one's kind of wild. I love it. It's so good. It's really great. And uh, Yeah, if you want to watch the worst movie ever made. Yeah, it's it's not great according to uh, Greasy's movie review. Yeah, yeah I, it, got, it, got some, it got some mixed uh, mixed reviews from the from the cast. I am convinced that Papa I think, plays I think, in Greasy's I think, mind. I think going Pumba and movie. I were the only ones who actually enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I kind of like it, but Peepaw, why don't you like it? Um, I think when we on Greasy's movie review, uh, I said something along the lines of, "I felt like that film had its head up its ass the whole time." <laughs> oh yeah, and I couldn't agree more. Well, the thing yeah. the thing about Papa, whenever I talked to him about it, he felt like he called the big twist ending early on, but I don't think it's I don't think the twist ending is really whether it surprises you or not. I don't think that's what they were going for. They weren't trying to subvert your expectations. <laughs> They were just giving a really interesting narrative between these two guys. Yeah, I mean, you, for the for the oh, I remember go, what it was. You can go back and listen to the uh, the epi- was it like two episodes ago because we already kind of got into it. But the recap was like Greasy and I felt like the reveal wasn't that exciting, and that they really shoved it in your face like it was the most cinematic twist of all time. Exactly, exactly. And for so that, that called the. the- and for a movie called The Prestige, uh, it was not surprising at all. So that, that's yeah, my, it, that's one of my biggest issues with it. This was this was this was last. last yeah, yeah. Let's not get back into this. Yeah. <laughs> let's get into We're, Indiana Jones. What do you think? Yeah, oh let's, yeah, let's yeah. I'm very curious. Into it. All right, all right. Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of those movies you feel like you know everything about already. Not only because it was released in 1981, surprisingly but because of its insane cultural impact on not only entertainment, but the meme infrastructure as a whole. Wow, <laughs> this is not where I thought the review would be going, but okay. Oh yeah, uh, it wasn't until I actually sat down and watched it that I felt humbled by just how raw of a movie this is. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you know the story already, it's spelled out in the title. Indiana Jones is on a quest to find the lost Ark of the Covenant so he can stick it in a museum. Nazis are also after the Ark at the same exact time because they want to use it as a weapon, of course. Although I must say, it's kind of ironic they want to use a Jewish artifact as a weapon. <laughs> God okay. bless them. I mean, okay. I mean that's, that's the one thing that, we, that I have to say about the Nazis is they are just, they're the most logical and straightforward, so it makes no sense that they would... <laughs> Yeah, they for, they do a lot of not logical things in this movie, which, I mean, leads to a very awesome story. But uh, upon uh, starting this movie, um, I was greeted by the Lucasfilms logo and thought, oh, yeah, I guess George does more than just Star Wars. And then I saw... <laughs> of course, can't forget Willow. George is more. And then I Willow! saw... Uh, 
<laughs> but when I saw the uh, starring Harrison Ford and heard that orchestrated soundtrack, I thought, wait, is this Star Wars? <laughs> of course. <laughs> that, was a, that was the first question I asked myself while I was watching. Um, You're like, is this actually Star Wars? What yeah, like, did, did, did I rent the right thing? Yeah, I mean, it looked like a like another planet for sure. Um, here, I'll, uh, I'll straight up put an image in the in the chat here. Um, and, and on that note, uh, I need to talk about the uh, the special effects in this movie. Um, the intro scene featured a man covered in real tarantulas. Ew! Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if uh, many of you knew that, but those were some real tarantulas. Wait, Pumbaa, have you have you still not seen it? I have not seen this film. Oh, I thought... You, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna drop some spoilers. Oh, that's, so sorry, that's completely okay. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, you know, for, for those of you who uh, are sensitive to spiders, uh, the tarantulas do not last long on screen. Thank uh, goodness. Just, yes. yes. There's, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, tr- a, a trope running through the... Indiana Jones franchise in which every film has its own creepy crawlies. Uh, Raiders has spiders. Temple of Doom has just like bugs galore and monkey brains. Uh, Last Ooh. Crusade has rats. And then uh, mm-hmm. um, the fourth book of which we do not speak has like fire ants or something. Something boring. Yeah. But isn't his big thing like snakes? He doesn't like snakes. He hates snakes. Oh, yeah, trust me. I'm getting to the snakes. Oh, okay. okay. Please continue. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of of realism, uh, there was a very real ball chasing Indiana Jones in this movie. Although it was not an actual boulder, it was made out of plexiglass. But it was not CGI. It was a, it was a real something following him and rolling around. And the uh, and the rolling uh, sound effect that the boulder made was actually made from a Honda Civic rolling over gravel. A little bit of a fun fact for you there. Wow, he's he's done his. He's done his research. He's done his research. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, and most of the snakes you see in this movie are real. Uh, the snakes that you see, and I won't, I won't, I won't spoil a lot for Pumbaa because I'm assuming he does want to watch this movie. Oh, um, most definitely. A majority of the snakes that you see in one of the later scenes uh, were real, and they were bought from pet shops in London. Uh, but there was also a mix of legless lizards. And uh, just some black hoses thrown in there. Oh All right, my god! Can can someone please tell me the difference between legless lizards and snakes? I do not know. That's just what I found on Google. So, because <laughs> I was so intrigued while, while, while I was watching this movie. I mean, this was 1981. Like 81, was, yeah. Was CGI even a thing back then? I don't. I don't. Well, Star Wars so. came out in 77. Oh, so well, but but I mean, it's like it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. And if you can do it real, why not? Exactly. So I was in, in, impressed because the snakes looked real. Turns out they pretty much were. Um, and there's a very real uh, cobra that Harrison Ford was face to face with. Uh, there's with that. A- there's that great scene where Marion is running through that just absolute horde of mummies. Right, and she's oh, just, like yeah. out bouncing off of mummies left and right, and then she gets to one, and that snake crawls out of the the skull, the eye socket of that one skeleton. Dude, oh, it's so good. The I will I will say right now, the effects hold up to today. Uh, there, ex- except for one scene where there's a really uh weird shot of like a clearly fake plane flying through the like the sky oh, I, don't yeah. know, I, 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 I couldn't tell if that was computer generated or if it was just like 
a model styrofoam yeah 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 but that was the only scene where it's like okay that looks aged but all the effects uh i think uh have aged super well the Um, the the face melting scene at the very end is honestly one of the best things that i've ever seen yes and as far as i know and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I haven't looked into this, but that did not look like CGI. That looked no. like... So, yeah. so what they did was... They actually melted they, a man's face. Yeah. yeah. They, had, they, had this, they had a genuine Nazi. They stood in front of a heat lamp and they just turned it on full blast. <laughs> um, what they did is like they went through and they made like, yeah, silicone molds of like, genu- of like several layers. So they went through like flesh, blood, and then like actual like skeleton kind of stuff. And then they just like um turned on a heat lamp and they melted it and then they just sped that footage up so it looked like the face was melting in real time amazing it's wild so that character is the funniest looking man (laughs) yeah he is the strangest looking nazi see if this movie was uh made today all the snakes the spiders the face melting all would have been cgi and this is a personal opinion of mine I think that CGI ages horribly. If you it, look I, at a, yeah, terrible. I I absolutely agree. Yeah. If you look at a movie from like five years ago, it's it already looks bad if it has you know any kind of CGI monster in there or whatever. Mm. I mean, look look no further than the Mummy and the the Rock and the, the Scorpion King or whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> what about the first Jurassic Park? What do you think of the effects in that film? I I think those are fantastic though those age so well and so it's mm. like it, it has to be done right i would say well with jurassic park didn't they have like a mechanical t-rex the, t- the t-rex was pretty much was yeah. uh practical a there you of, go and then like a lot of the dinos like the triceratops and the raptors were just they were real organic props that they moved and controlled putting in the effort to like make things spare no expense yeah yeah it's, I, and i would like to actually see how expensive it is to actually make like a, a cgi dinosaur compared to like a model one like i mm. I, I would like to see how like like the uh, the expense the expenses of both and compare them and because i feel like it's worth it to have like the real built models of course i think that might take more work but i mean it makes your movie stand the test of time um, oh, I want I want to ask you, Greasy. What was your uh, initial? What, what was like? What was the thought going through your head? Just like in the first uh, few minutes, like, did you have any idea what you were getting into? Uh, I did not. I so li- something that I did say out loud was, "Is this going to be some sort of Star Wars esque movie?" Uh, <laughs> because of the Lucasfilm logo and Harrison Ford and the orchestra. Uh, uh, the the but, John Williams score. Yes, yes. But this movie, it was both like more comedic and also in some areas more intense than a lot of the Star Wars movies that I've seen, especially especially uh, recent ones. So it, no, it, no, it has a it has a very different tone, and it's made me interested in uh, what other movies George Lo- George Lucas has been involved in. Um, cause I think that he really got sucked into the star Wars train. Uh, and from what I've, from the brief Google search they did, he, there are other movies that, uh, yes, he has in. done. He has done. And he has in fact done other films, but that's what everybody knows him for is star Wars. Right. 
So I, I, I'm I'm personally interested now in his other works. At least in the yeah. early stages, he was just such a pioneer for capturing this like adventure feel. Oh yeah. Well, because like uh, a lot of if anyone's interested, um, there is a great podcast that I uh, listen to. It's like a, a a movie score podcast that also goes into like a lot of uh, the detail regarding like the the, the films itself. Um, but I was listening to one about um, uh, it's called it's called the soundtrack show. For anyone who's interested, wow, um, we uh, we're just uh, giving out free advertisement, free here, plugs. Yeah, wow. well, hey, all right, hey, nice if you're show. sponsoring <laughs> soundtrack uh, show, you got to give us a shout out now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to these these chumps shouting out my show. Well, Gritty, um, I gotta know what. How did you feel about Harrison Ford in this film? Did it just feel like a second Han Solo? No, no, he didn't. Uh, he Han Solo was like, I mean, I mean, of course there are a lot of comparisons. Um, right, he's I like mean, a cool dude, you know. Yeah, like yeah, the, the, George Lucas exactly. characters. I would say that um, Han Solo is like the guy everyone like thinks they are in their head <laughs> okay. uh, and yeah, like... he's like the calvin klein of the galaxy <laughs> Calvin Klein. <laughs> and uh indiana jones uh he's, he's kind like of a dick yeah he's kind of he's kind of a dick he's he's like uh <laughs> he he's like he's like the cool uncle <laughs> in a way yeah 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 like, like he, he's done some we, weird he's, he's done some questionable stuff around. Yeah, really, because I feel like I feel like uh, Han Solo is kind of a—he's pretty standoffish. He's like, "I want my money, and I'm not going to help save the world." At first, yeah, yeah. Hey, isn't that what point. everybody wants? But but you're saying that Indiana Jones is even more so. He's kind of. Uh, yeah. I, I think for Indiana Jones, like so, like it's you know you have like an you have a character arc for Han Solo like through like the first movie where it's like, oh yeah, he's this rogue bounty hunter yada 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 and then at the end he's like he comes in and saves everyone or he saves he saves luke's ass but for indy it's again like he the 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 two characters have very distinct like goals and they have like very strong characterizations of like what they want and what they and like what drives them and well, for Indiana Jones, it's always it's you know this thing belongs in a museum. Oh, yes, we've completely derailed your review. Oh, I that's got... okay. That's okay. These reviews are open to discussion. I gotta know though, using our one to five scale, one <laughs> worst thing I've ever seen, five top ten, four I liked it, I'd watch it again, and then of course two it was bad, never watch it, and three it was good, but I wouldn't purposely watch it. Where's this movie but landing? Before I I give my 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 rating, c- c- can I just throw in a couple more points in there? Of course, because th- this this this, this th- these next few things do affect the rating. Um, I think that there were there was a lot of surprisingly funny moments in this movie. Uh, the monkey hailing uh, was uh, that, 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 that really well. got me. No, the Zeke Heil, <laughs> the little monkey, the Nazi monkey. Uh, the buff dude beating the absolute crap out of indiana jones was uh, hilarious i think i think that was supposed to be funny because dude yeah, he just looked he just looked happy to be there that guy the the, um, the old-timey simon Pegg looking german boxer yeah dude. yeah yeah so chipper uh the 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 other nazi guy uh whipping out nunchucks and then transforming them into a coat hanger 
Uh, and then yep. just the line, bad dates. Uh, that, that had me laughing Dude. harder than it should have, I think. Dude, Pumbaa, if you have no other no other reason to see this film other than uh, John Reese davies plays Dala. Good old, good old Gimli is in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh I, well, I knew that. Of course. I mean, I, I like I said, it's a it's a it's a big shame I haven't seen these films. It's really um, it honestly shocks me. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Um, I enjoyed the uh, the slower paced fight scenes um, in a time where it's all about how many aliens Iron Man can blast. Uh, <laughs> it seems like you can really feel the Nazis punching you in the ribs. The movie's and not there, without. There, and I was I was just I I'm I'm sorry I'm. Uh, if you can Spit tell, it out, grunge. I'm, I'm quite. Pa- <laughs> I know you're passionate about, about this, grunge. Yeah, yeah. Let him finish his review, grunge. Darling. I'm sorry. The fight scenes—they just feel so impactful. Yes. It's like every you feel exactly. every punch that Indiana Jones takes, like in mm. the ribs, or every like kick that he takes to the head or something it does it does and i also loved the uh the chase scene i think that chase scenes are way overdone nowadays and the chase scene um and the raiders of the lost ark was uh very intense and very realistic uh but the movie's not without flaws there's a big twist that i want to talk about that i won't because uh i don't want to spoil it for pumba oh, there's a twist that was super obvious um but you know i'm, I'm gonna kind of forgive it and uh oh man there's something else i want to talk about that's definitely spoilery let's just see let's just say indiana jones uh is in a tight spot and i'm like oh what the heck is he gonna do now how is he gonna indiana jones this and then he pulls out a rocket launcher and then i'm like okay yeah all right what's going on here this this i'm i'm not even buying this Um, yeah not a great plan was it it like a rocket launcher out of like his butt pretty pretty much pretty much you well, know he, he like he's he stole no one, like a nazi arms tent and he's like "Ooh, rocket launcher yeah yeah let's let's just say no one sees the rocket launcher coming <laughs> okay. um, and then uh also the uh the nazis do something that uh they explicitly pretty much know they shouldn't do uh, it literally says it in the bible multiple times do not do this certain thing and then they do the thing and it ends terribly. Again, I'm being kind of vague because I want Pumbaa to, to watch this. Overall, uh, some again, of the, some of the motives. The Nazis are good at it's following the Bible. Some of the yeah. motives. Seem, <laughs> Wait, uh... they become gay? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Some All of the right. motives seem skewed. Damn, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, some yeah, oh, and this and this all happens near the end. It's like the movie didn't know how to end, so it just kind of threw a couple curveballs in there just to wrap everything up. Uh, and now uh, I will uh, introduce um, a new small segment where I read off the greasiest quotes from the movie, and then I'll give my rating. There's, oh, some, sol- there's some solid lines in this flick. There are some solid ones, but these are the <laughs> greasiest. Ooh. And I have, uh, I have four of them. You know how cautious of a fellow I am. Toss his gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They have not one bring among them except one. Uh, you want to see God and bad dates like I mentioned before greasiest quotes greasiest quotes Uh, I got to bookmark those for when I watch it I like the toss his gun ad lib (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and I rate Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark 4 out of 5 I will buy it on Blu-ray 
once I get a Blu-ray player. And wow, dang. dang, that's pretty yeah. great. Go indie. Yeah, yeah. It honestly, um, the 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 first ten minutes of Raiders are like is like one of my biggest inspirations for like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you know trap setting and uh how to like how to run an adventure kind of a thing oh yeah like oh is that like with the natives with the uh the blow darts yeah or it's like the like the temple and the traps and everything it's like it's it really sets the bar for you know Mm. how you set up like here's the MacGuffin. here's the thing you're supposed to get how are you what are the challenges one must face along the way i i don't think it's a stretch to say that the, the the movie franchise has clearly inspired a lot of tropes, and it's just in an adventure film, media, books. That's I think- why I said this movie was humbling to watch because you realize, oh, this is where everything comes from. A it's lot this of stuff movie. comes from. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we got a modern day indie, and it was the Crystal Skull, and it was just yeah. an abomination. And I think, I think again, one of my biggest gripes with it, and I think. Is again the overuse of CGI compared to practical effects? Well, that kind oh, yeah. of brings up interesting, interesting conversation. I mean, like, is it just unanimous that that props are always gonna be better than CGI? I mean, is there any instance where you feel like CGI is necessary? I mean, obviously, in like you know marvel thanos is a completely cgi character and i feel like <laughs> no nah, tur- just set up a grape and just let him lose <laughs> I, I feel like I, well, yeah i mean like i feel like a purple like a, a painted purple guy would just look so garbage compared to how great thanos looks i mean so, yeah it's like com- compare the old like the hulk from the the 70s or 80s or whatever right like hugh whatever where they just he was just green just yeah painted green did anyone see the latest terminator movie no no well, they did a like a full computer generated Sarah Connor. Oh. I think the son, but in the in the style of what they looked like during the eighties or whatever that film came out. I think I saw. Uh, a cli- I think I saw that look? clip. It looked like a real person. Wow! It looked. It was one to one, like almost perfect. I I will say I feel like this is an interesting topic on the turn and when it comes to CGI, I feel like with people. It, there's a lot of money and tech in it. I feel like with like environment and like, like I was just talking to Brutal Noodle, my wife, about this, about how we just Mop. watched, yeah, we just watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and Rivendell looks so much better than like in the Hobbit, because in the Hobbit it's just like a lot of green screen, but in in the Lord of the Rings it's just like a like a set. But with like real tables and like real trees in the background and like leaves falling, it just feels so much more organic. Well, there's there's also a lot of there there is some there is some CGI in that in that old those well I know ring stuff, but, but it's like you look at the Hobbit and like every set seems it's like it's just glowing, like everything just yeah. seems like it's uh, just, it's like radiating so, like a unnatural glow. So the Hobbit Rivendell is like the GMO. Yeah, it's just fake, man. Yeah, it's just like it just seems really fake, and like a lot of the props in the old Lord of the Rings, like still like look great. I mean, there's a reason that Mm. like I look at like the white orc and the Hobbit, and then I look at like one painted Urukai, 
in the Lord of the Rings, and it's looks clear. like meat's back on the menu, boys. It's so oh, clear which one looks classic. so much better. It just looks so much better. I think, yeah, I think in terms of just environment and maybe even like creatures, monsters, whatever. It's just the CGI just does not. And like back then in the '80s, it's like the CGI was garbage. So it's like either we can do a bunch of prop snakes for the shot, or we can just put effing real snakes in. Yeah, well, I think again, I think like in doing a CGI comparison, it has it. There's some CGI that's done again really well, and CGI that's like not done well. Yeah, but it's like the thing is like nowadays there is there's so much CGI in movies, it's impossible to tell. Yeah. I saw an interesting uh, um, conversation, and then we'll move on past this. I think in general, CGI has been a blessing in a lot of ways, but something if you can incorporate those those organic props, it just looks so good. Maybe in the future, my mind will change, but I was watching an interesting video. It was right after, uh, what was that Star Wars spinoff called? The first one? Oh, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. The oh, very... Yeah. So this is a spoiler for Rogue One. I mean, if people don't know it, you know, the very last shot has Princess Leia basically retrieving mm. the Rogue One data plans, and it's an animated young Leia. It's it's a it's a de-aged yeah. Right, right. So it's young Leia, and it's like a completely animated face, and she all she says is like, someone goes, "What is that?" She goes, "Hope," and then like it cuts to the credits. And I watched a side by side. It was the animated used in the film and then just a deep fake of the old young Leia and I saw people analyze it and the deep fake obviously looked like way better and I couldn't like quite put my finger on it but the way they described it is that when you have like a real actor giving a line there's like a certain like life that they kind of like give to it Mm. like when someone like delivers something like just speaks or moves there's like a Almost, just, there's just an organic, like, sense to it that, like, I think as just a species we like pick up on. It's, why... it's called the uncanny valley. Exactly. Yeah. Whenever you see something that's like not quite real, it's like you immediately pick up on it. I don't know if we'll ever get away from CGI just looking strange, but I can really appreciate that Greasy appreciates the organic props of Ray oh yeah, Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, and. and it... Again, highly recommend anyone who hasn't seen it go out and go out and grab yourself a hat and a whip and sit down for a for a wild ride. And you're gonna have a grand old time, that's for sure. The the movie does have its flaws, um, like I said, but what what movie doesn't? You know, like I, I almost wonder if the rocket launcher was just like, hey, we have a rocket launcher, let's just film an explosion. Uh, no, that's not what that's not there, what there, happened at all. No, I, I I honestly think it was just like. It was them thinking, okay, well, we need Indy to get from A to B. Let's just here, here's a here's a way for him to do it with a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, it's it just really seemed like to me they just needed it. they they were like, all right, we got to wrap this up somehow. Uh, let's just let's just throw it all in, just throw it all in a blender. Rocket launcher, uh, Nazis doing dumb stuff, uh, and then credits. That's it. So yeah, it's okay, Greasy. They they place that arc with top. Men. Will you go to? Will you go on to watch the sequels? 
I yes, yes, I will. I wanted to. Uh, I didn't want to watch them until I did this review, just to, so they wouldn't cloud my judgment. Right. I have actually seen. Uh, what was the recent one that was bad? Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Yeah, so. I actually did see that one for some reason when it came out. Like my parents just like took me to the theater, uh, and I remember just being weirded out by it. Like the yeah. whole the whole thing just did not. I wasn't. I and this was before I had seen like the old Indiana Jones movie, so I didn't even really know what I was getting into. Uh, I knew it, I just didn't like it. I knew that the CGI was gross. Yeah. Well, that was, and that, that was actually, that was my introduction to Indiana Jones as well. Like, I saw, okay, the, good. I saw yeah. the fourth one, because I was, you know, that was, I was young, it was, the, it was out in theaters, and I saw it, I was like, alright, that was cool or whatever, but I really like this character, and I begged my dad after we left, I was like, Dad, can we go, like, can we get the other ones? He's like, yeah, sure. So we drove around to every single like video rental store in town they were all out because everyone had the same idea we did <laughs> that that and was the whole point no that was way. the whole point of the movie yeah just to get people back into indie no but way. my dad was like all right fine whatever and he just he just like bought me the the box set of the first three movies and i think it was the best thing he ever did for me in his entire life <laughs> I, I, I will say this this is the big question has this changed your perspective of the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland. Uh, I need to go on it again. <laughs> no! To be fair. <laughs> the the, the uh, greasy memory while. strikes again. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember... Clouded thoughts. I just remember being thrashed around like a... Like a... Like a bean... Like a single bean in a sack. Uh, oh. While on that <laughs> ride. Um, that was a really interesting sack. analogy. Yeah, I, I didn't really know what else to say. But, uh... Yeah, it's a... Uh, and I was just was like, all right, well, there it is. And wasn't there wasn't there some sort of reference to the Crystal Skull in that ride? No, I think that one's the ride's based off the second film, which is ironically oh. people's least favorite. Well, then yeah, no, I, it, is, I, it, is, it is not changing people's perspective second at all. least favorite. Uh, we don't count Crystal Skull. We're counting the trilogy. The yeah. Indiana Jones is not a saga. It is only a trilogy. Well, now I, I know I, I need to uh, set my expectations low for the next movie. But the I, third I'll only great. say I'll only say this: it's people's second least favorite because the first and third are so good. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Moving on past that. That's true. Oh wait, we have to have the next person nominate. Next on the list is Big oh, Man boy. Papa. Do you have a movie, Papa? Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Yeah. The title of the film is uh, "It Comes at Night." It comes at night. It comes at night. Ooh. I don't believe I've seen that. Um, so that's very ominous <laughs> title. Ooh, spooky. It, uh, it's. I'm not going to say anything about it. It's better to just go in and just experience the film. It is. Yeah. A lot of my recommendations are probably going to be smaller indie films. Half of them starring Robert Pattinson. <laughs> um, <okay>. so <laughs> oh i doubt gosh. anyone has i already seen know this what film. you're gonna plug after <laughs> yeah so yeah it's yeah just just watch it and tell me what you think on next episode. can i ask what year it was uh it was it within like the last five years it's recent all right so it should be not too hard to find so everybody listening go watch it comes at night and get ready for the next watching with grease greasy movie review you should I'm be able right. to get it on like amazon or most like streaming services. Now we're going in person, babe. We gotta go to the movie store. Gotta support that local biz. Uh, as long as you wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> okay, well, moving on past that, we're gonna bring up an old segment, and then we're gonna do an old game. Before we get to the game, this is uh, I think we did it once before. 
Everyone knows I love browsing on Reddit way too much these days. And my favorite Reddit is Am I the A-Hole? Oh, yeah. Dude, I love <laughs> That's this. That's a good one. Now, Hombu, I'm curious. Hombu, have you heard about this Reddit page? Say oh. the name again. Am I the A-Hole? It, it's recently I'm been go blo- no. It's been blowing up a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take no for Final 200, answer. Alex. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been blowing up a lot in recent, um, recent like internet uh, history. I guess I don't know what we call it. Like just recently on the internet, I see it a lot more over the place. Well, the premise is somebody basically gives a scenario in their life, and then they say everybody votes whether or not they're the a hole in the scenario. Uh, before we get to that, I, I want to give a completely hypothetical, not a real-life scenario that I lived through, am I the a-hole situation. Ooh, I don't, I'm ready. I, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. If I have, stop me. It's not that interesting, but I'm just curious. So there's a lot of construction going on around my You're house. the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Hold your votes. Hold your votes. Got him. There's a lot of construction going on. And there is a big four-way intersection that has, um, I guess you'd call it, like, 16 lanes total. So it's like each way of the four-way has, like, four lanes. It has one going across and, or, it basically has one going across and one turning. So, like, you know, just so, like, one, like, the lights go green and people go across parallel. And then the lights go green and people go turning. And then the lights go green and then they go parallel the other way. And then they go turning the we other way. We get how stoplights work. Well, this is I very important, it. okay? This is very important. I guess it's more than 16 lanes. But what happens is um, it is a... Uh, it's blinking. So everyone's treating it like, you know, a, a stop sign. Like you do when the it's a red light blinking when the stoplight's out. And so people are taking their turns. Okay, like those those four people go across and then those people turn then those four people go across and those people turn and i'm coming up to the light and there is a truck in the lane i mean this is all hypothetical there's a truck <laughs> in the lane next to me and he's going to be turning left with me and i go to pull up next to him so there's two there's two lanes both of them are turning left and so as we turn left on the other side Two cars are going to be turning right, right? Does everyone see the, the picture in their mind? Uh, yes. As as we turn left, the at the same time, two cars across the way of the intersection are going to be turning right. So yeah, no, typ- your typical four way. Yeah, typical four way intersection with you know all those lanes. Well, this truck's been waiting there a while, and I'm just now getting up to the point, and I see that like his tur- his time to come is like coming up and I'm like, Oh, if I miss it, I'm going to have to wait for like every other buddy to go. So I kind of speed up really fast. And like, as I get to the line, I kind of go on the brakes a little harder. And so like, as I stop my car, maybe a second goes by and then this guy starts to turn and I go with him. Okay. Cause it's like mm-hmm. our turn. It's our turn to go. Right. And I'm in the, we're both in turn lanes. The people across we're going, so I probably he's been probably waiting a while. I probably waited a second, if that. As I'm going, a guy not turning, just parked, starts wailing on his horn, just full blast, puts his head out the window and screams profanities at me. Are you sure it was at you? 
It was at he was looking right at me like he was like, holding up a sign saying this means you. I, I don't <laughs> he was looking right at me head out the window and I in his, his middle finger was pointed directly in your cardinal direction. He said you something along the lines the of like like follow like follow the the light like retard, you know. Sorry to drop the hard. But that's but, what he said, not you. And yeah. this is hypothetical situation. Right. So, what do you guys think? Is the guy am I is this hypothetical driver who who waited you know one second is he an a-hole for not waiting like everybody else or am i okay because i timed it perfectly where i stopped and then we were going here's my here's my rule of thumb for traffic everyone is an a-hole that is a great rule of thumb the bigger the city the bigger that rings true I'm, um, cu- I'm curious. That was I in the wrong? Because I told the story. Wait, to... I'm, I'm confused. What's the issue? Oh, wait, because you're you're at a, like a pseudo stop sign. Right, right. It's a it's a blinking light. Oh, and you just went at the same time as the other guy because you both. It's two lanes turning. Yeah, at the two same lanes time. all turning at the same time. He's been waiting there a while, but I just happened to get there when it, it was his turn. So I stopped for like a second. He started to go. I went with him. And he wasn't the guy who no. shouted at you. No, right? some guy off to the side was just like freaking who cares? out. No, you're fine. Yeah, so you, <laughs> just because someone else is, doesn't know how to drive doesn't mean it's your fault. <laughs> Whoa! Because yeah. like a lot of people say, well, you gotta wait your turn. You have to wait all the thing. And like you honest, did. and like I get that, but like nobody else was gonna be able to go, so I might as well, right? It's an open lane. Yeah, you nobody, did wait your turn. Nobody's using it. It's not. It's not per car. It's per lane. It just so happens that ninety nine point nine percent of the time, when you're in that situation, it's just one lane turning. Yeah, yeah. It just happened to but, be two lanes, yeah. and I'm like, oh, it's an open lane. It's my turn. I'm going. I just got to wait only one second. Watch well, well, uh, out! He's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told it Probably to. No friends. facts. I told it to a coworker, and they're like, "Yeah, man, you definitely should wage your turn." And I was like, "This can't be true. Nobody could think this way." No, I, I would have gone. Yeah, uh, yeah it was I an... consider myself like a good slash safe driver. Yeah, uh, it was an like, open lane. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You're turning at the because it was too... open. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. It's, I had it's... to go. <laughs> it's, it's if someone who's never gotten break. a ticket, I would have, I would have approved of your. Actions. Wow, humble brag. Yeah. I just wanted to slip it in real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I have actually surprisingly ne- never gotten a ticket. And there's you definitely I, deserved a few. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> we know how I drive. I feel like I'm a safe driver. I just push the limit, you know. If, if that's my, not safe, that's not the definition. <laughs> <laughs> if, if my mechanic limit. tells me my van can only go 65, I will push it 75. <laughs> that because uh, I, I know he's being I know he's push. being safe, so. The man whose car was uh, dragging up sparks as we were driving down yeah, the highway. Yeah, good yeah. time. My at the bottom of it, just grinding on the <laughs> on the freaking ground. Yeah, <laughs> digging I a canal into the highway. <laughs> we, I've mentioned it, the rolling turd, my old van on the podcast. But we were going to like get food, probably at Hula's. Uh-oh, yep, just docked. It was us. definitely Hula's. Uh, right, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot it, of those places. That's Hula's. We everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we were going across town. And like I kept hearing like a like a metal like on the freeway, and then when you get off the freeway, you have to go over this big overpass, like a big old hill. And driving up the hill was just metal on cement, grinding sparks flying behind us. And I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but I'm just gonna keep driving. It smells <laughs> like death. 
Yeah, we pulled over and the, my exhaust chamber had fallen out and it was hanging. Ugh. It was Real. hanging by a thread. It was hanging by a thread. Your, your car had prolapsed. The funniest thing was when the tow truck came, he looked at it and was like, oh yeah, this happened to my, this happened to my van also. And he had the exact same model. So are, are you saying that your car had a hanging t- a hemorrhoid? Oh yeah, whose hemorrhoids were hanging low? The Hemi. <laughs> well, enough of that. Let's get to the real "Am I the a-hole?" thread, okay? I I'm gonna try to paraphrase it because they go on for a while. So this is "Am I the a-hole?" We're all gonna vote if this person's the a-hole. Three weeks ago, I (parentheses 19f) was at a friend's house (parentheses 20f) for a birthday, and there were a couple friends over there. We're all underage, so we weren't really drinking or doing anything crazy. But as the night uh-huh. went on and got later, things got a little rowdy. Were they maintaining proper social distancing? This was... I Probably not. This Probably not. <laughs> and this is from a little bit ago, so right at the peak uh, this, of This is before the pre-end times. Yeah. Uh, so this as the night got later, things got a little rowdy. I left the room to go use the restroom. When I came back, everyone was staring at me and sort of giggling. They then asked me to go get Cards Against Humanity from my friends whose house it was... Uh, bedroom closet i went to her bedroom went into the closet to go grab cards against humanity and then i heard the door slam behind me i should point out that it's an old house and the doors are pretty thick and for some reason can lock from both sides it was completely pitch black and i went to grab the handle i realized i was locked in the reason that this really bothered me is because my friends know i'm extremely claustrophobic and bad in tight or all dark spaces is probably why they thought it was funny. They all started giggling and laughing, and I started pounding on the door, pleading to get out. I don't think they could hear me because of how thick the door was, because I was really screaming my lungs out. After about 30 seconds, I started freaking out, and then I broke down the door and busted through it. Everybody was love silent. Her. Everybody, <laughs> I love her. Everybody was silent as I, as I looked at the door come off the hinges with holes in the wood. <laughs> It then got really awkward after that because I was pale and very upset at them. And shortly after, everybody went home. My friend hasn't talked to me since then. And I've heard through the grapevine that she is, quote unquote, upset that I ruined her birthday and destroyed her door, which is going to cost her a lot of money to fix. Am I the a-hole in this situation for breaking down the door? Even though they were my hero. That was a friend she never wanted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that a 19-year-old female... Couldn't shout through a door due to its thickness, but proceeded to rip it off its hinges. Well, I think it was, it was the adren- adrenaline. Mm. Boost, I think man. she was kind of like screaming, like "Hey, please let me out!" And they all thought it was funny, like "Oh, ha ha!" Like you're freaking out. Like I don't think they realized how like paranoid she was, and then she freaked out so much that she just busted the door off the hinges. Dude, I don't, I don't care. Any, any time someone is able to rip a door down is an A plus moment in well, my th- book. Think, think about, I mean, you're not getting your deposit back. You're gonna have to go pay out the. Well, the friends are a holes for locking her in there when they knew she had claustrophobia. I mean, it was, I mean, it, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Thirty seconds, though. I mean, doesn't that seem a bit extreme to break nope, a door? No. No, those thirty seconds can feel like thirty years to somebody who has like that kind of fear. Like I would put never my ending foot, agony. You would see a uh, a Kool Aid man shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta know. You would not keep me in there. What's your take, Hambu? Who's who's in the wrong here? Friends or girl who seemingly overreacted and broke a door? So I have a clarifying question. So the it's the girl that got locked in. 
that right. correct? Yeah, she got locked okay. in, freaked out, and busted out the door after what she says was 30 seconds. Who knows how long it was? And this was your birthday? This was... <laughs> no, I'm not, it's not me. This is Reddit. Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> is Pumbaa the the a hole or the yeah, Pumbaa's the no? So this is this is off of Reddit. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, honestly, I think that if so, so the one that didn't play it cool was the girl that got locked in. Right, right. She freaked okay. out, broke the door, and then the girl whose birthday it was, who's owned the house, was upset because now she has to basically pay for a new door, and it was just you know crazy. I I think that the girl who got locked in is not the a-hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I think that the a-hole was actually the, the girl whose birthday it was who got mad at the friend for busting the door down. Because if she played it cool, as in the part, the chick that the party is for, then everything would have been okay. And it would have been a hilarious story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Because I think, I, think, I think the ball was in the girls whose party it was i think the ball was in her court i mean yeah it's already it's already like a mean thing to like pry on someone's like primordial fears like oh i know she yeah i know she hates this so let me just torture her let me torture her for a quick (laughs) laugh but then she breaks the door down think about how funny that could have been yeah that that's that's something i'm gonna be talking about for for years is anybody hey remember when i traumatized you and you ripped my house apart good times yeah yeah. if you played it cool yeah that that would have just strengthened the friendship is anybody against is anybody against door girl i want to marry her all right but here you heard it here first door girl you Uh, have a suitor waiting for you but i mean picture raunchy bachelor what if it was like let's say you're you move into your brand new place greasy and uh i'm over there and I'm in your bathroom, and I see a, a moderately big spider, and I panic, and I just break down your door. Well, did I lock you in the bathroom? No, no, spider? no. But I'm like, I'm like, hey, well, like, you should really watch those spiders in there. Hey, really sorry about your door, though. If okay, if you walked into my bathroom, saw a spider, and then destroyed my door, <laughs> I would yeah, be a little. I, I'd be a little upset. I'd be like, "Why didn't you just open the door and leave?" Okay, I'm just... <laughs> rip the door off its hinges, use it to kill the spider. <laughs> okay, okay, I think it's. I think it's I would obvious. Say that would be a slight overreaction. But if I were to lock you in the bathroom with a spider, uh, yeah, I, I guess would, so you had I would come deserve. Yeah. I would deserve having my door destroyed. All right. I think it's fair. Door girl had every right to rip the, rip yeah. the door off the yeah, hinges. Yeah. What and did quite the frankly, say? Were the, people in her favor? Most not? people are in her favor, but a lot of people are like, like, hey, like it was thirty seconds. Like, come on. Well, no, so that's like that's a that's a mortal fear. If you were locked in the in a in a room with a spider for thirty seconds, that would be way too much. That ten seconds would be too long. Yeah, like, I, will, I will say like, mo- that's life or death. Most of the people yeah. against door girl in <laughs> life the life or death. <laughs> I thought the same thing, Hanbu. Yeah, but most of the most of the people against Door Girl in the comments are like, "Well, cla- like being claustrophobic isn't a real fear." So, what? A lot of them are okay. like, well, "I come from a family that is ridden with claustrophobia. I'm not one of them, but I can tell you, I would not want to make my mother feel claustrophobic." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the number one fear, isn't it? Like claustrophobia. Yeah. I mean, like if you're in a, if you're standing something. up in a closet, I mean, you got. It's not like here you can't move your arms and legs. Are you are you defending birthday girl Pumbaa? No, birthday girl needs to go away. 
She she should have just been riot shield beaten to death with the door right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. I love this. This is one of my favorite uh, subreddits. I do feel like now that's more popular, people just like try to post fake stuff on here all the time but i really just shift through stuff that seems legit and like not too bad sometimes i'll find a post like oh this is great i'll bookmark it and then i come back like a day later it's like this has been taken down because it's verified as false i'm like oh all right it's probably because of this bad cgi (laughs) yeah yeah okay (laughs) let's let's wrap things up with the return of everyone's favorite uncle waltz vault of stinkers for those of you who missed last time Grunch hosted an amazing game let's go where we all had to guess whether or not the titles were real of disney channel not disney channel but disney films you gave us a few different titles of movies that you discovered on disney plus disney plus that you can watch today real premises real synopsis And then you'd put a fake one in there where you had to discern which one was the fake one. And let me just say, it was a lot harder than it sounds. (laughs) Yes. Because some of those movies, I'm like, there's no way in the world someone would greenlight this. Lo and behold, they're all true. Yeah. Yeah, fellas, we return. We return to suckle upon the udders of Uncle Walt. (laughs) Oh, Um, gosh. And I want to ask, in in the time since we last played this game, has anyone... Uh, gone and watched any of those no films we talked about no. last time no 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 i don't have disney plus i looked up subscribed to disney plus i looked up a couple of them on my disney plus and i was like yep there it is and then i did not click on it yeah uh there my life force oh, is too limited to be spent on den brother <laughs> on this on this build well yeah uh you basically got the premise from uh from pumba but again i will give you uh, three films, two of which are real, genuine Disney Plus movies you can find on Disney Plus. One of which uh, has been birthed from the gutter trash that is my my mind. Yes. So I'll read you three. You tell me which is the fake one. Everyone keeps scores for themselves. We'll go for a little bit. Uh, I got seven rounds of this. All right, that sounds great. Uh, alrighty here. So for in round one. <clears throat> Jamie goes from a regular girl to media darling after her journal is accidentally turned in for a writing contest and becomes a best-selling book. That's Read It and Weep from 2006. Hmm. I mean, that Uh, that seems like it could be real. Okay. Second one. Uh, A bank robbery gone awry results in three close friends receiving $500,000 in cash instead of their normal after-school pastries. With their new dough... The teens learn that while money might not buy happiness, it can buy just about anything else. That's Dollars to Donuts from 2017. No, no way. No way. And then here's number three. A bank robbery gone awry. Okay. okay. Number three. When an inquisitive boy discovers a mythical, magical gourd while fishing, he has no idea of the trouble that lies at the end of his hook. What? The Gord attempts to make the boy's dreams come true, but instead succeeds in turning his world upside down. That's the secret of the magic gourd from 2009. The secret of the magic gourd from 20. 20- <laughs> that legit sounds like if you were to make like the fishing scene from The Return of the King with like <laughs> Smeagol and his cousin into like a Disney movie. <laughs> My precious gourd. 
<laughs> so basically, Hambu, two of those films are real. You can watch them on Disney Plus, and we need to figure out which one of those is fake. So I'll give you the, the titles again. Right. There's Read It and Weep from 2006, Dollars to Donuts from 2017, <laughs> The Secret of the Magic Gourd from 2009. There is no, <laughs> there's no three. way. There's I'm, no way I'm three. I'm number three. It has to be fake. Yeah, Secret. same. Okay. Number three, yeah, I think, is the thing. Um, the thing is, the first. What was the general synopsis of the first one? It's like she writes a book. Uh, she, uh, her diary yeah. becomes like a book. Yeah, her. She actually like, turns in her journal for writing writing contest and becomes a bestseller. That sounds so Disney. Okay, that then, does sound really Disney. I cannot gonna, picture yeah. Disney greenlighting the Magic Gore in two thousand nine. Greenlighting? <laughs> no way. Are we all locking all in number three. Go. Yeah, I, I, I gotta go. With number I'm locking three. in Gord. Okay, all right, I'm locking in Gord too. The two movies you can see on Disney Plus are Read It and Weep from 2006 and drumroll please the secret of the magic no, no way it was dollars to donuts <laughs> dollars to donuts was the fake one i gotta say dollars to donuts yeah, seemed fake because dollars to donuts seemed fake because it started with a bank robbery heist and it's a uh, disney film and there are too many too many puns uh, it, but but man the secret of the magic gourd are you freaking kidding me I saw that on Disney Plus. I was like, "There's no way." You gotta be kidding me! He gets a gourd out of yeah. A he pulls fishing... up a gourd while fishing. Well, that is just so uncreative. I'm shocked it showed up on from Disney. That one, I'm I'm writing it down right now to watch later today. All right, here's a setting it on on round two. I think everyone's zero for one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> There's no way we were gonna get past the gourd. It was too strong. Yeah. <laughs> it was too good. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, round two. <laughs> two brothers on a family vacation befriend an injured seal and decide to bring him home without telling mom and dad. They soon learn you can't keep a housebound seal secret for very long, especially when it sets off a series of events that leaves their household and entire town in shambles. No way. That's Sammy the Way Out Seal from 1962. <sighs> Oh my gosh. Why I, the premise seems real, but why would they use a seal? I feel like it'd be like an <laughs> elephant or like a lion, something exotic, not a freaking why would you <laughs> something way more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> something that's going to bring the town to shambles. I don't know. Have you you ever heard the saying like a seal in a china shop? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Uh, a quick-tempered Siamese cat holds the only clue to a bank robbery after it stumbles onto the hideout of the crooks holding a teller as hostage. That's that darn cat from 1965. Okay, oh and more God. bank These 60s movies, man. They're, they're, the 60s, they're wild cards. Yeah, 60s it's could, a crapshoot. They could bring yeah. anything to the table. Another bank robbery. Hmm, all right. William, an aspiring playwright, observes a bizarre love triangle while working at the local ice cream parlor. Will plays matchmaker for the star-crossed lovers to discover the ending of his newly inspired play, and in the process finds himself snared within this web of romance. That's Will They, Won't They from 2000. <laughs> Will They, Won't They. And his name is <laughs> Will, and he's a playwright. There's no way. Wait, what These are we way harder than the first time we played this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first one had, like, Great. Billy the Kid's ghost being, like, transmuted into a western Yeah, town. Billy the ghost. Gee, I wonder which one's fake. Gee, I wonder. Wait, what year, so again, what year was the last one? 
So there's, there's Sammy the Way Out Seal from 62, That Darn Cat from 65, and Will They Won't They from 2000. Will They Won't They? There's no way that's real. There's no I'm gonna way. Go, I'm going to go gonna, with... I'm locking in number two, The Darn Cat. I'm going with number one, because in 62, how would they have, like, created any kind of realistic-looking seal to do these kinds of shenanigans that they must have done in the movie? And Not CGI, obviously. Mm. I, I feel like the seal would be kind of dangerous. Like, it would bite somebody, or... Will They, Won't They is so absurd of a title. There's no way it's real. <laughs> I know, but I feel like it works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's mine. <laughs> So yeah, okay, I'm gonna go the seal. All right, I'm All going right, the seal one. Yeah. So, so only so everyone's one. Papa and I are two and three. All right, the two movies you can see on Disney Plus right now are Sammy the Way Out Seal and oh, that darn cat. And that darn oh, cat. Oh my god. So will they want these the fake? Will they want these the fake? That one? was such a good oh title. It had to be real. Man. It, it, I was. It stunk so of grunge. Ca- <laughs> I was so close. To, I was so close to calling that third one a midsummer iced cream. Oh my god. That no. uh, I feel like that would have given it away, but I, will I, they I, won't yeah. they? That was that was genius. Yeah, will they won't they? That, I feel like I've seen that title somewhere. Like, <laughs> I, I, I put it in two thousand because the same year that like uh, it's, it's around when Ten Things I Hate About You and mm. Shakespeare in Love came out, and I was mm. like, eh, they'll probably jump on that bandwagon. I, it seemed I, like a two thousands title. It seemed. Sure. It, I just I couldn't. No, there's no way. Also, Greasy, you're asking about the seal. They just used a real seal. No, oh, that, I mean, that's amazing. But how? I need to they see just, this, obviously. Have you seen a seal? They just sit around and fight. Uh, it was the 60s, man. They, they must have had whatever. a seal in a house somehow. Yeah, they, put him on yeah. a, they put him on a set, and then he destroyed it. And they're like, that's the, that's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. The havoc that he caused was real havoc. <laughs> he burned the yeah. set to the ground. Seals I'm are just so basically dumb. water dogs. Like it's not that pretty much. pretty much. You know what? That was stupid of me. I was literally thinking like you know, David Attenborough like polar bear hunting like a fur seal, not like not know, like a like, well, not a like San a Francisco like a bay seal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. I'm ready. So far, so far, uh, everyone's missed one except for except for Pumbaa. Yep, I got. I'm on the board. Yeah, uh, he's died. Round three. Let's see. Young David Burney and four friends use a secret map in a dangerous search for pirate gold in this post-Civil War adventure. That's the Treasure of Matacumbe from 1976. Let's see. Number two. While attending a dearly departed friend's funeral, an elderly couple are bequeathed a journal containing clues leading to the mystical Fountain of Youth, and the two embark on an epic adventure for the ages through the backwaters of Florida. It's from the Water of Life from 1983. <laughs> There's Wait no a man freaking dies. way! A man dies, and then he gives them a drill for the Fountain of Youth? Wait a minute. Something's fishy. <laughs> you're telling, me there's, a, you're telling me there's a Disney movie about an old couple who travels the back <laughs> the backwaters of Florida <laughs> looking for the Fountain of Youth. That's, that's what man. it said. All right. What was the year? Uh, 83. Oh, it's possible. <sighs> here's number three the hilarity begins when a bachelor inherits three young orphans who stumble upon a huge gold nugget while everyone in town is after their claim the kids join forces with two bumbling outlaws to stage a robbery to get it back what that's from that's the apple dumpling gang from 1975 
I think that that's real. So there's. If it wasn't the 70s, I would have immediately wrote it out. <laughs> Three <laughs> orphans team up with two highway robbery men to do a sting operation to get a nugget. To get a nugget back. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a setup. Like, what was the title like, of the second some one? Some kind of awful crime. So here are the titles of all three. So there's uh, Treasure of Matacumbe from 1976, uh, Water of Life from 1983, and The Apple Dumpling Gang from 1975. Um, oh my gosh. I'm going to go Foul Apple Dumplings for sure real. I'm going, I'm locking in two's the fake. There's no way. There's I'm locking no, in number two also. There's no way. Yeah, I'm going to go two. The Water of I Life. Think, I think the Matacumbe sounds real. I the, think it's. I think the first one's fake. I'm. I'm. I'm calling it the out. The first one the, is the, very sus. It seems like too fake. The post Civil War adventure. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the first one's. Po- yeah. Post Civil War adventure. They go to an island. Uh, young David Burney and four friends use a secret map and a dangerous search for pirate gold in this post Civil War adventure. Why post Civil War? <laughs> can, can maybe that is real. Hmm. Uh, number two. I'm fake. gonna go. I'm gonna lock in two. Two. What about you, sandwich? Two. For sure. Gracie, this is your chance to uh, deviate and get ahead. I'm switching it to Apple Dumpling Gang. All right. Whoa. Lock it in. All right. Well, the, the two films on Disney Plus at the moment are The Treasure of Matacumbe and The Apple Dumpling Gang. Gosh dang it. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's go. Gosh dang it. I, I, the first one I almost picked, I'm, I feel like I've heard Apple Dumpling Gang. Like yeah, I, it's a it's a fairly I, popular one. I've heard that phrase before, so I wasn't sure if you're playing off of it or if that's just what I heard. But what if right. I had named the second one Aqua Vitae? Would that have changed anything? <laughs> no, I can't picture. Jeez, I, <laughs> I, yeah, dude, I can't my, think of my any draft. My initial draft of that <laughs> one was just like Gil and Barb find a treasure to the uh, fountain of youth, and all they want is to. <laughs> I can't picture okay, any. The only reason why you got. I just can't picture any Disney film like starring two old people. There's, there's... Yeah, because Hollywood is so ageist. I, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, it then? wasn't bad though. Like for a second there, I didn't. I was kind of stuck. Like I was like, because two sounded dumb, but it sounded dumb enough to be yeah. <laughs> real. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, so. and, and like, so something something I've been omitting from a lot of these is like they'll include a tagline saying like this film is presented in its original like you know context and there are some outdated cultural perspectives oh, yada, yeah. yada, yada. basically saying hey heads up this movie's racist oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of those attached to some of these All right, I'm that'd ready. be so, so funny to watch we everyone except for greasy has one and i'm sitting at two. Oh yeah yeah still time to come back all right. Uh, here's four. some. Here's a little tidbit of information, though, on the Apple Dumpling Gang for those who are interested in watching. The only reason why I would want to watch it is because the famous Don Knotts. That was that was what I saw from it. It was it was Don Knotts. Who's Don Knotts? That's kind of cool. He was from uh, he, that like hmm? old that black and white show. What was it? Uh, Andy Griffith show, that and he it. played Deputy Barney. F- oh, yeah, I just it. looked him up. Yeah, there he is. Legend. He's very recognizable. All right, Legend. here's round four. Uh, when a dog psychiatrist discovers a psychic connection between himself and a depressed dog named Lucky, whose owner recently passed away, they team up to find out what really happened to Lucky's late owner. 
That's You Lucky Dog from 1998. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so... <laughs> the best title yet. You Lucky you Dog. You Lucky Dog. Yeah, the way you sold it. <laughs> okay. uh, number two, Lonnie, the son of a top flight dog trainer, refuses to give up on a ragged old dog his dad calls a good-for-nothing biscuit eater. With the help of his buddy Text, they take on the almost impossible task of turning him into a champion bird dog. Hmm. That's the biscuit eater from 1972. <laughs> There's no way. There's oh, these titles. Really? All dog titles. These titles. Number three. Backpack is a pampered city pooch accustomed to living large. When her owner spends the summer on her grandmother's farm, oh. Backpack has to learn some new tricks in unfamiliar territory. Oh That's God. Country Dog from 1995. Oh my gosh. From what year? 95. That seems Ooh. that seems very on the money. I could see the backpack. I could see <laughs> oh, mid nineties introducing that. So again, there's man. you lucky dog from ninety eight, <laughs> the biscuit eater from seventy two, <laughs> and country dog from ninety five. There's no I'm way. Dead. Oh there's I'm no dead. way in the world. So <laughs> They're all the same. Disney they did are. not. Disney did not okay Biscuit Eater as a title. <laughs> yeah, but it was 75. Good for nothing, Biscuit Eater. <laughs> I told my Biscuit Eater is my vote. There's no way. <laughs> okay, so was Biscuit Eater the one that they do like a champion bird dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, was that number two? Yeah. Number two. Man, two has been really good to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, number two, you've been so good to me. <laughs> yeah, number two is my vote. I, I'm curious what everyone else is going to pick. Number one uh, well, seems pretty suspicious, but I think I also have I have to go with number two as well. If you lucky so, dog is real, I'm going to be really sure. Oh, okay, yeah. So you lucky dog was the psychological connection with the <laughs> That just sounds... They, so obscure. They go to hunt down well, a killer. Yeah. I'm changing it to one. It's, it's I gotta go killer. with my gut. They go to it's hunt down your... what ha happened to the missing owner. The lucky's late owner. Yeah. Okay, you lucky dog. Oh my gosh. And then the third one was backpack. Right? Yeah. Backpack the country dog. And he's gotta learn some new tricks because they go to grandma's ranch. Yeah, it's like a city yeah. pooch ranch. going to the grandma's ranch. Name backpack Ranch. is the owner of the of backpack a girl. The dog's uh, a girl. Yeah, the dog's a girl and the owner's a girl. Okay, this is totally plausible. Yeah, I at number two. I'm curious. Everyone else, Kobe's going with one. I'm going with one. Yep, I'm going. The, with the only thing to think about with this, uh, the movie about backpack was in 1995, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's pre Dora's work. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Number oh, number two is fake. I'm locking in number three. Ooh, you're going back. I'm locking in number three. Uh, is everyone locked in? Um, sandwich? Yep, yep. The two movies yeah, on Disney it. Plus right now are You Lucky Dog and The Biscuit Eater. I knew it. Oh, freaking knew it. No, freaking way! It was Country Joe or oh, whatever. The name Pack is so <laughs> dumb. The psychiatrist link between... right through it, dude. I love the, back the psych the psychic is real. So much. That is ridiculous. I just, I, it was like because the '90s was like mid '90s. It just gave me like a homeward bone or whatever that 
That's a Dark Souls oh item, isn't God. it? Yeah, dude. I'm booting up Dark uh, Souls right now. Homeward so, Bound. That was it. Just gave was, me that vibe. I, I when think I was that typing these questionnaire out, gave us the Homeward Bone on that one. Yeah. <laughs> when I was typing these out, I, t- I was typing out the, the biscuit eater, and something I had to double check three times was when they said, with the help of his buddy Text. That's what threw me off, too. Oh, yeah. The kid's name was Text. Oh, I heard it and I was like, that's very odd. It can't be real. But I heard uh, backpack, uh, backpack seemed strange, but I was like, text seemed way stranger. Dang it. Yeah. They really strange. named a movie Biscuit Eater. Biscuit Eater. <laughs> you lucky dog. Okay, so this is the only one who got that, Papa. Yep. Yeah. All right. Papa, are you, are you even Steven right now? Yeah, he's tired yeah. of me. The bros the once again, neck and neck. Yep. All right. Are you doing see through two my now? bullshit? Give me number uh, five. All right, round five. Here we go. Uh, the crew of the HMS Venture sails in search of an answer for the question that has eluded man for centuries. What lies beyond the horizon? History, science, and myth weave a dazzling narrative as hazardous seas, a manic submariner, and more await our intrepid explorers on the far side of what is known. That's Beyond the Horizon from 1979. Number two, the USS Cygnus is perched precariously on the edge of a black hole, the vast empty nothingness where space and time end. Anything that crosses its border enters a universe of the complete unknown. In this story of genius robots and mad humanoids, audiences take a spectacular descent into nature's ultimate mystery, the black hole. That's the black hole from 1979. And then number three, an astronaut and his robot companion accidentally fly backwards <laughs> in time and end up prisoners at the medieval court of King Arthur. That's Unidentified Flying Oddball from 1979. Oh my Those gosh. first two, I was all on board with the watch, and then the third one really just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I really hope the uh, it, Identified too. Flying eyeball, Oddball is real. Uh, <laughs> something tells me it is real. It just seems... What Can you do the titles one more time? Yeah. So there's, so there, these are all from 1979. Um, wow. There's Beyond the Horizon, The Black Hole, and Unidentified Flying Oddball. I'm going to go with The yeah. Black Hole. Yeah, I was going to pick number two also. I was at, I was also thinking number two. The thing about, I don't see it's how... boring to be a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't see how they would do a full like spacecraft crew in space in the in 79 it just it seems too outlandish mm. yeah like I, I would think it'd be something else like warner brothers or just a completely different producer yeah. but this means by picking number two this means that we're saying unidentified flying oddball, <laughs> oddball. that sounds but so I real, like that that sounds so real. Want, i want it to be real oh, i mean yeah. i mean it sounds so disney <sighs> but in 79 he goes yeah, to King Arthur's court. I gotta lock in too. Oh, does anybody know what year uh, Tron came out? The original oh, or the new one? Original. Not a clue. Because that no, is I'm 80s, lock in two, right? 80 something. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna lock in too. All right, is everyone locking in number two? Yep. All right, well, the two movies you can see on Disney Plus are The Black Hole and <sighs> Unidentified Flying Oddball. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, it was number one. I was, Beyond the, the Horizon was the fake one. The first, the first one, one was almost like too good to be real. I was like, the quality was just so high. Yeah, <laughs> for, this, for this list, it's, it, it seemed too much like a real movie. Space Pirates, dude. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Ugh. I can't believe the black hole's real. What It must be. I don't, I don't even know. I think it was like one of those where it was like, 
it was it was like in the 70s star wars had just come out yeah. everyone's like oh yeah space mm, like, no one understood what a black hole was yeah oh boy all right well i think we have, we have two left dude. no one no one moves up Oh boy! Who else is one in five here, <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> I'm Literally. zero yeah. in five. The game's a lot harder than it seems. Gosh, yeah. yeah, challenging. All right. I think the six. dog one was my favorite. <laughs> Lucky dog. Uh, all right, round six. Taylor wants nothing more than to be an actor, and she gets her chance when her school's drama department holds auditions for a retelling of Frankenstein. After a series of mysterious accidents leave the role of Doctor Frankenstein open, Taylor is given the role of her dreams. But as opening night creeps closer, Taylor learns that the stage can bring people together as much as it can tear them apart. That's from It's Alive in 2011. Mm, interesting. <clears throat> that sounds just like a typical everyday Disney movie. Yeah, it's the, the TKs, the amount of TKs in it in 2011 seems very, very... Uh, Wait, what the heck's TK? A theater kid. Theater kid. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know. It might be in there. <clears throat> All right, uh, number two. Allie Pennington is ecstatic to find out she's staying at Avalon High until she graduates. While researching King Arthur's legacy, she begins to believe some people at the school may have medieval blood in them. The deeper Allie searches, the more convinced she is that her school is a contemporary Camelot. And it's up to her to solve the mystery before notorious, notorious traitor Mordred wins again. That's Avalon There's High no from 2010. Way. This sounds awesome. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what was the name of that movie? Avalon High. Oh, man. All right, let me hear the third one. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. After a night of testing different hairstyles, Monica wakes up on prom day to a hair nightmare. Desperate to fix it, and with no way to get to the salon, Monica is forced to team up with down-on-her-luck cop Liz, who shows up at her door in pursuit of a multi-million dollar necklace. Can the unlikely pair keep the necklace safe from a jewel thief? And get Monica to prom on time? What? That's from Bad Hair Day in 2015. <sighs> oh, that's recent. Disney, okay. I, I, let me just say, I can't picture in 2015 Disney... Saying, okay, we want a movie where a cop teams up with a girl who needs to get her hair done while fighting off jewel thieves all in time for prom. It just seems so outlandish. All three of these are so wild. There's no way there is a film out there about a girl investigating King Arthur's high school. Yeah, I, uh, I really hope that's real, but I'm also voting against it. Yeah, so. number two oh has God. to be fake. I'm, you know what's funny? I'm fake. actually stuck between one and three. What was, it, what was the title of one again? Yeah. It's Alive! With an exclamation point. Oh my God. I was really yeah. leaning towards number one as soon as it came out of his mouth, but now I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, wait a minute. Maybe, I think I may have to actually go back to number one. <laughs> it's every every time. Yeah. Every, every, flip -flop every round is greasy. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> All these just sound too absurd. It's Alive, go. Avalon High, and uh, Bad Hair Day. Uh, I'm going to go with one. I'm, I guess I got, I'm sticking with two. I'll stick with my gut. I'm also two. Papa, Ambu. <sighs> I am... Um... Dang, this is tough. I, I'm, I'm torn. Papa in his room, like with the yarn strings, just with a cigarette, just freaking out over the which one's real. Uh, <laughs> I drank too much coffee for this podcast. <laughs> what about what about you, Hambu? What are you feeling? I'm locking in 
Number one, going with the gut. Honestly, that was my gut too. I'm gonna go one. So gre- right. greasy and I are two. I think everyone else is one. <laughs> yeah. Even sandwich. All right. Yeah. I think, I think sandwich said number one. Yeah. Well, uh, well, greasy. I think I don't know if to feel good or sorry for you. The two you can see are Avalon High and Bad Hair Day. Oh, my all right. God. Yeah, let's go. go are you kidding me? I actually heard oh, of Avalon man. High. I, sh- I should have swapped over. But... I yep. I didn't trust the first one either, but Avalon High just I could not. I couldn't. I could not let that go. <laughs> Something by. about the name like rung a bell in my memory Didn't for some it? reason i mean not just because we yeah. played the, we played avalon like yesterday but <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was it i was remembering the way we played the card game avalon oh gosh yeah another plug great great card game that game is great all right yeah well, would you say it's like right. the better love letter it's like um i it, i'd consider it a it's more like the better werewolf yeah better ultimate werewolf better oh, mafia got it it's very secret hiller except for maybe not as long you could play pretty short rounds, which is nice. I need All to right, see Avalon High. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, I'm, 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 I'm glad it's real. Just so you yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, all right, well, round seven. Where, where are we at? Is this wow. a, uh, is this a for all the marbles kind of, I, I think thing? The Greasy's at zero. Everyone else is yeah. at two with Pop Ka-ching. at three. Yeah, so it was so, Pop is at three. Yeah, Pop is at three. Everyone else is at two. Nice pops. So if Papa gets this correct, he could, he could win it all. Yeah. Uh, the only possibility is for Pumbaa to tie. No, everyone else is at two. Also, pretty sure. Oh, well then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we can all tie. This is like this is like trivia murder party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure it. is. <laughs> all right. Um, when an annual inter-school competition ends in a draw, the organizers turn to bowling to break the tie. Four outcast teens, the love for the lanes, are thrust into the spotlight, along with the most popular and athletic kid in school who has never bowled a day in his life. That's Alley Cat's Strike, with an exclamation point, from 2000. Oh, that seems... Uh, that seems really... I uh, That could be real. I could see that being real. I see that being totally plausible. The you title, could throw it completely the in the category awful. with, like, Johnny Tsunami and all that. Yeah, yeah, right around that 2000. The title's awful, though, which is throwing <laughs> me off. Yeah, what is it? Alley Cat's? Alley Cat's Strike, with an exclamation point. Oh, that's <laughs> even better. No, I think the exclamation point uh, is locking in the realness for me. <laughs> okay. Yes, it does. Makes it seem more more genuine. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number two. When summer rolls around, Lake Barking Trout turns into a fierce arena for the most spirited camp competition around. Things get heated as underdog Camp Sleepy Weasel looks to recover from last year's embarrassing performance. Camp Sleepy Weasel, okay. Now, bragging rights, first choice of camp headquarters, and pride are all at stake in this no-holds-barred battle for the coveted Golden Trout. No That's way. That's Summer Games from 2013. Wait, no way. What games? Summer, Summer Games. Games. Summer Games. <laughs> There's no way. There's no... Act. So, yeah, what was it? Camp... Sleeping like weasel. Trout. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The lake. It was like something trout. Lake barking trout. Barking trout. Okay. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like one of those sleeping weasel reality shows. Trout. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of Disney to me. Uh, They're so creative. They're competing for the golden trout. Come wait, on. What year did this yeah, wait, movie wait, come wait. out? 2013. 2013. Oh. Mm. Let me hear I the think, last one. When did, I feel like when the year is almost irrelevant. Our games came out around that time. When a group mm, of young Jewish call. basketballers find their team in a slump, 
They call oh. upon former college basketball star Lamont Carr to help. As the boys go between the court and the classroom, they begin drawing parallels to Lamont's background and the Chanaka story of Judah. What? Believing they have some what? heavenly help on their side, the team must prepare to be the David in a tournament of Goliaths. No. That can't be real. This There's is, nothing real no, about that. That's no, insane. insane. I'm already voting for this one. That's called Full Court Miracle from 2003. 2003 Disney, you're telling me Disney greenlit a movie where Judah from the Bible is transformed into a basketball star. Yeah, Lamont Carr. (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) I'm going to go never three strong. (laughs) I'm going all in. I'm like, the Jewish basketball thing. Lamont Carr. Lamont Carr. I hope three is real, but I'm voting against it. Once again. It sounds yeah. too so crazy, uh, too crazy, too, too good to be true. I, am I really gonna sit by and let ki- Team Sleepy Weasel? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe Dude, that. Sleepy Weasel's real. I'm telling you. I believe uh, that. What was wow, the first? This is a tough one, Grunch. What this was the first choice. one again? Uh, the first one was so we have Alley Cats Strike. Oh my Alley god! Cats. Summer Dude, Games what, 2013. What a wrench in the machine! <laughs> <laughs> and then Full Court Miracle from 2003. The Full Court. So you got what like two the, sports the movies and the summer summer games. games. Okay. Summer Games. Full Court Miracle. That does sound such a like a crappy title. So, Full Court Miracle sounds. The title sounds real. I know. I feel like I've seen that though. Like now that you're saying, that, but like, on, like a blockbuster thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen that. Like in the like, I've seen that title like up on the uh, theater. But come yeah. on. What was the Hulk year Hulk on the third one? Two thousand three. Really? So around whole. In two thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Here's the thing. Disney's all about the money, right? If they make, if they made a movie with that premise and that title they're immediately going to be like alienating like people who are going to be like ew there's like religion in this movie i'm not going to see it so they're not going to make money but like, two, there's th- no way think about this two, no 2003 was a big i feel like basketball was pretty big early 2000s there's a lot of big stars. passion of the christ did come out that year oh oh by, there's by, another ranch in the machine <laughs> and i feel like early 2000 disney was like pretty on wave like they knew their demographic okay, and they're playing to it high school musical come out uh probably early same time maybe i, I, like, I would say like oh movie. yeah I, i'd say no probably, i think 2005 That's yeah i think five out. and six probably like a few years later yeah i think 2005 uh, is when it came out i, I got, wouldn't be locking these things in yeah i got it in three i'm locking I, in two. i'm literally giving myself a headache trying to decipher which one <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's gotta be two alley cats. yeah what year is alley cats 2000 Ooh. turn of the century it's because okay, i i know grunge and i i just feel like i feel like alley cat strikes is something he would come up with <laughs> God. But, but I also feel like summer camp is like a red herring that he would create as well. I don't. <laughs> sl- sleeping weasel doesn't seem like him, but the golden trout does. I'm locking into <laughs> golden trout. Oh <laughs> my god! Right there. Gosh dang it! Full court miracle. I feel like that's a real title now. <laughs> it's just so out there. I don't know if he's capable of coming up with that. You, you doubt my okay. powers. I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, one or two. We- 
We need final answers. We need some final answers. Okay, I'm locking in number one. Oh, what? I did not expect yeah, that. What was number one? Alley Cat. Alley Cat Strike. Strike. <laughs> Alley Cat Strike. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm locking in number three. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to go for one because it's funny. So we got two on one, two on three, and I'm alone on two. <laughs> All, All right, right, well. Let's hear it, the, Grunch. The two films oh, currently God. on Disney Plus are Alley Cat Strike <gasps> and Full Court Miracle. <gasps> Summer wow. Camp. I knew it. I knew you came up with Evan Sleeping <laughs> oh, Weasel. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was really good. I I've gone. I can't believe I can't believe Full Court Miracle's real. It's absolutely real. Blew my mind when I saw it. <laughs> That's <laughs> shocking. Fun we... fact, uh Sleepy Weasel was my Woodleaf camp name. Uh, you know what? That oh. that is where it came I heard it and it, it like an old memory like yeah, emerged. Old dark memory. Yeah, when I first met you at Woodleaf, I was like, oh, oh, wait God. a second. All those years ago, Sleeping Weasel came back to haunt me. <laughs> Dang. So, so is there yeah. is there a tiebreaker? Awake, Sleepy Weasel? Uh, I don't think so. I think that it's just it just sleeps all the time. <laughs> Is there a tiebreaker for Papa and I, or are we gonna share the victory? Uh, you guys are gonna have to share the victory this time. All right, I'm, I'm I'll fine take with that. it. Yeah, yeah, that well, was well a done. gauntlet. The, the, <laughs> the crazy thing is, it's like I feel like this should be the whole game should be skewed in our favor somehow, and yet all of our scores are Fs, just fat Fs. Yeah, I'll take the. Uh, <laughs> It's like my personal victory for going zero and seven. So. <laughs> I felt every time Greasy was like, I'm going with this one. I was like, Greasy, no. I know. Then he immediately like, wait a second. <laughs> oh, God. These are these are fun. These are fun. To do. That was oh, really fun. Well, we... uh, and and lucky, lucky for you all, there's plenty, a plenty of, uh, of other filth just trolling around on disney plus for i can't believe i can't wait. believe these exist i can't believe we've done so many millions apparently a lot millions and millions and the thing is this is just what's on disney plus i'm yeah. sure i'm sure there's tons more that's out there yeah you know I mean, like they're really bad it. you know they're really bad stuff's not even on disney plus where they're like this can't even fly by pc standards today yeah it, it's, it's used to prop up uh uncle walt's head in his cryogenic chamber yeah i can't get over freaking biscuit eater some of those biscuit early ones eater. i'm gonna have to listen back and just hear those names again oh my I God. Think yeah watch avalon high tonight because that just sounds way too awesome uh, the thing is, the, the thing that's so wild is that in a matter of half an hour, everyone's forgotten that a, the secret of the magic gourd exists. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm not happy about that one. That, I'm disappointed that exists. I, I had to. I, that that will be my first priority. Look it up right now. I just does it talk? Does it glow? Oh, no idea, but I'm sure it's magical. All is right. it Chinese? I, don't know. I think the I think the kid is uh, I think the kid's Asian. I think real, yeah, because I think it was filmed in China. Want to do it's, some? It's, it's, wow. It does sound like a like a like an Asian mythology kind of thing. Oh, that yeah, makes all the yeah, sense. Okay, yeah, here it is. It's a live action CGI animation movie made in 07 by Centro, uh, wow. in cooperation with China Movie Company Limited, and so that's why it works. 
wild. It still doesn't okay. work, but I'll let it fly. So I, I just looked it up. Uh, would anyone like to take a guess at how many total films Disney has made since Disney was created? Um, I'm going to guess uh, 350. That seems like well, let's a see. Lot. Oh, hold on, because it's it's been what? It's been, let's see, uh, 19... It's been like 30. close to 100 years. Yeah. So... All right. Made or many... acquired or both? Yeah, their first film was 1937, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to oh, say... Man. It's yeah, probably say, so exponential. I'm gonna say 250. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna say any movies three, you're thinking. I'm gonna say 375. That's so many. Okay, 375. Okay. Any Wait, other guesses? You're, you're guessing how many movies they've made since 1937? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's it's gonna be way more than that. I'm gonna guess like I want to go like kind of astronomical and go like <laughs> not quite a million. Uh, I'm. I want to say ten. I'm gonna, I, I don't want to go as high as ten thousand, but no 10, way. No way. Eight hundred films. Eight hundred. Well, that's pretty good. Because uh, I'm thinking about man, how many can they pump out a year? Like I feel, they I feel could, like two a year. That's a. It takes a long time to make a movie. But then they have so much money and assets <laughs> to make. All right, so I got. I got a no sandwich. Are we, are we? Are we including like all of their like uh, the their production companies that aren't like Disney name brands? Oh, great question. How like many Miramax? Just, how uh, many? How many have wait, Disney? Let me, made? Hold on, let me look at this. The top of this list. How many have the sure. greasy Disney name stamp? On them? That's what I want to know. Yeah. yeah. How many has Uncle Walt personally licked? Yeah. How many has uh, he signed off on? My, okay. uh, all it says is. So this is on the Disney site. It just says okay. this is our complete list of Disney films. All right, how okay. many? Okay, how many? okay, wait, wait, hold on. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I think well, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess a thousand. Damn. Can I? Can I hear everybody else's guesses real quick? I said three hundred. Uh-huh. I said three seventy-five. Uh-huh. Eight hundred. Okay. I'm going with five hundred and twelve. Wow. Okay. okay. So the closest was Zach at eight hundred. The true number oh, nice. is 748. Oh, wow. Fair really number. Good. No, well, this That's list insane. this list is the latest one is the Star Wars, latest Star Wars. So whatever, if there's anything that came out in like the past month or something. Then... Yeah, I was going to say, but, yeah. that's a, a fair, fair number. If you were to line up all those movies, could you watch them all before you die? I don't know, dude. 700, <laughs> what, two hours? That's just nonstop. 1,500 hours, let's say. That's like, what, wow, 80 man. films a year? So like, for the past about 20 years, they'd pump out, like, 10 films a year. Oh, that's what I, that's what I was kind of had in mind. That was crazy. Well, some of the some of them are more than others. But, like, 2000, 2009 literally has... It, it, they did 60... 2009, the first film in 2009 was a 602nd film. That's how much... They just keep ramping it up more and yeah, more every year. Yeah. yeah. Greasy. If, if, we're, if we're banking on the, these movies being just broad, generally broadly speaking, if we were to say two hours per film, which you know definitely it was, the movies were like yeah, like 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 ninety minutes back in the day. But if we were to be generous and say like two hours per movie, and is what roughly seven hundred and how many seven hundred seven hundred forty eight or whatever. If we were to say like that'd be about fifteen hundred hours, it'd take you about sixty days. Non-stop. That is okay. doable. Let's do yeah, it. Two, two months. Let's do it. When, two months. Yeah, straight when, movies. Just when quarantine kicks back up in fall. We know what we're doing. Oh yeah. yeah. 
watching every single nasty Disney movie that every ever Disney property ever ever starting with out. I just want to consume starting with the biscuit eater yeah <laughs> sure starting with the magic gourd oh my gosh I think I'd lose my mind okay we've gone over so everybody thank you for stopping on in thank you to Hambu special guest hope we get you back on real soon Heck yeah. hey thanks you guys you know and if you feel like boycotting the NFL this year I think we know we at the Puma podcast have no political oh, affiliation no. in any sort with any <laughs> any direction <laughs> Absolutely. All I gotta say is thanks for watching. Reach out to us at goldrippumba at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Patreon. Give us a like. Share us around. And keep updates on Twitter. Go watch Greasy Movie Review. What's it called, Papa? It comes at night. It yeah, comes, comes at night. night. Ooh. Right. I'm ready. And we will see you very soon. Have a good rest of your fabulous day. Bye, everybody. gonna be modeled after um after the breakfast hogs but it's gonna be with every member so it's just gonna be a normal episode but it's not a normal episode it's the same as the regular podcast except we're just calling it a different thing and we're actually gonna upload it we promise (laughs) (laughs) too real trust us it's gonna be great folks you're gonna love it what also, by the way, Greasy, Uncle thing. Uncle Walt's box of wallets. I want that show. <laughs> he's, where in wall, can... he's in Walnuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you just go through the lost and found in Disneyland of just everyone who's lost a wallet. And you just go there. Well, let's see. Here's David Thomas from New Jersey. Let's see. Driver's license number. 